name is love. Yeah, I gotta keep it trendy on my soul. I'm the most selfish person that I know. Here we go down the rabbit hole. Got a couple carrots from my And we are live. Welcome back to Mess Little Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the star in space. Your boy, Scarface. And welcome back to another episode. I always want to appreciate it. Well, I do appreciate it that you guys always tune in every week. To check out the new a new podcast episode, uh, always asking me what like loving the clips, following the TikTok. You know, I thank you for supporting your boy for all this time. It motivates me to continue to make content for you guys, and you guys help me get voted for the best uh, podcast here in Eastern Idaho too, as well. So, shout out to you guys. Uh, but if you want to keep support, well, like wherever you're listening to, give us a thumbs up, a five star rating. Just give us a quick rating. That way we can continue to make content for you guys and continue to do this stuff for you. And it helps out the podcast a lot. So make sure you guys, please, please, please do that. And if you want to continue to support, I know a lot of people always ask me about my pins that I wear on my hats. Sleeping Goku, Straight Edge Razor, and the baseball. Uh, link is in the bio if you guys want to pick one of these up. I, I'm always rocking one. I got one on this hat too as well. So Definitely, definitely, definitely go check it out. Link is in the bio. Also, if you guys want to buy merch and things like that, trust me, it's all there. Shout out to everyone who continues. But if if you, all I really ask for is to give us a thumbs up and to, you know, give us a rating. That's all. That's all. So please do that. Uh, but today I wanted to get into an episode just because we're mainly talking about like problem like relationship problems and 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 things like that you know what i mean like we never uh go beyond that like relationship problems uh you know guy problems girl problems uh and and things like that but today i what i actually wanted to talk about is being appreciative because there's a lot of people who don't appreciate what their parents do for them you know and it and it's sad because uh and even like i'm at fault for it too like growing up uh, I would always, you know, not blame them for stuff, but just be like, oh, you only do this, you know, you only do this. But in reality, it's 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 all they knew, if that makes sense. Like, they tried giving us what we needed, or like, they tried to show us and teach us what they knew just based off what they knew. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense. Like, nobody showed them how to do it. They're learning as they go, and especially depending on where you were born. Like, they, my parents came straight from Mexico, you know, and they're teaching us how to grow up and be, pe- like, how to be a man, in my case, based off what they knew, all they knew, just what they knew, you know. And thinking about it now, like, uh, I, I watched a, a, a TikTok video. Thinking about it now, you really do appreciate it. You really do appreciate it because... I, I I never so like in a lot of this stuff is like I surround yourself with the right people, put the right people in your corner, you know, that way you can grow to be where you're at. And a lot of the times I say don't ask your parents for advice, but they taught you what they knew. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't come off wealthy, it, they can't teach you to be wealthy, you know. Um, so that that's when like you surround yourself with them. People. And I don't discredit my parents at all. Like I, I, I feel like I came out pretty decent. <laughs> Uh, I, I came out pretty decent, so, like, they they provide you what they can with what they got, you know? So, like, if you're listening to this and you're, like, always complaining about your parents, like, not being able to give you what you want, they can only give you as much as they can. Meaning, like, they can only show you what they know, uh, how they were brought up, you know what I mean? Like, they don't know everything, so, and especially if they come from over there and you come over here, 
it's a little bit different growing up here compared to Mexico. So like some things are not the same. I know growing up, I'm sure you guys heard it too all the time. Oh, we used to walk all this way just to do this and that. And like here, you're just like, whatever. They got buses right over here. Like I could just take a bus, you know, and, and things like that. But you don't appreciate it until you get older. You know, you're like, damn, like imagine if they would have stayed there. We were born there. The different type of life that you would have. You know what I mean? Like you don't think about that, you know, instead you get, you're like, oh, my God, here we go again with this whole story. No. If you actually sit there and think about it, like, what if they would have stayed? That would have been you walking. Could have been you. Because there's plenty of people still in Mexico that have to walk long distance to get somewhere, to go somewhere, to go to school, to go to work. But, yeah, you, like, when they tell you the story, you just, like, kind of brush it off. You know what I mean? Uh, which, instead, you should be like, damn, like, they, they write, like, uh, you know, they went through all that and then they came over here and the hassle coming over here and getting their papers and stuff like that for you to just complain, <laughs> you know, complain about it. Uh, that's why like w whenever they do get mad, they're like, Oh, like they don't even, you don't even appreciate the things that we've done, but you think like, Oh, whatever. We're here now. Yeah. You're here now because they came. Okay. Let's be a little bit more appreciative to our parents and what they have taught you thus far. You know what I mean? Like, like I said before, they can't teach you everything, but they can teach you a lot of things and teach you what they know. They can't necessarily raise you to be a certain type of way when they don't know how to be that way. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but um, like they can't teach like, well, it's not it's like they can't teach you to be wealthy when they're not wealthy. You know, you have to go somewhere else and find that. And, you know, that shouldn't be that hard. Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard you know, surrounding yourself by the right people. But, you know, that's not the case. So I, I, I came up with a list and some things that, and another example that I want to give is like me, I'm very old school. You know, I remember like growing up, uh, I don't know if uh, my mom had the same conversations with my other brothers, but because uh, it was three of us, like it's my older brother, me, my younger brother, my sister, and then my youngest brother. Um, and she would basically say, like, oh, you're supposed to open the door for girls. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And there are some people who don't get taught that. You know, so, like, when I see somebody that doesn't open a door for somebody, I'm just like, why aren't you opening her door? You know what I mean? Like, that's what goes on through my head. I was like, you're supposed to open the door for the lady. You know, you're supposed to let the lady go first. You're supposed to pay. You're supposed to provide. You're supposed to do this, right? Like, uh, those are some of the things that my mom would teach me. But you you just look over it now, like, uh, <laughs> and you don't really think about it. But now, like, when I do take somebody out and do go on a date or something like that, like, tell me I want one person to come up and say that I've never opened their door and never paid for the bill. Never, like, no, that's not going to happen. I totally done all that uh, because that's the way I was brought up. You know, shout out to my mom, you know, uh, She's the one that instilled that. Again, I don't know if I'm sure they do it, but I remember having that conversation with my mom. Like the other conversation I had with my mom too, like I had, I said it in a different podcast, is that she told me like right before I went to, I remember this, like right before kindergarten, she was like, you're going to be different. Like just be ready. And like, they're going to treat you different because of the color of your skin. 
And I was in, in my head, I'm just like, what, what do you mean? Like, there was a, a kid, like, down the street that we would hang out with. He was white. Like, I didn't think anything of it. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't think anything of it. We just had fun. Like, we were playing, having fun, growing up as kids. And then before I started kindergarten, she was telling me that, you know, you're going to be treated di- differently because of the color of your skin. Now, imagine your parents having to have that conversation with you. You know, if... if I'm sure it wasn't easy for him because I did feel different. Not just because she told me, just because the questions the kid asks, you know, like, why are you that color? Why are you like, like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Like, especially when I have my cleft palate, they're like, why is your face like that? You know, I was heavier, like when I was younger too, they'd be like, why do you weigh so much? You know what I mean? Like, so like, you see, you see how like shit fucks you up. <laughs> um, but you know, shout out to my mom for like getting me ready for that. Like, I didn't know what she meant, but then like when it started happening, I'm like, ah, okay, this is what she's talking about. You know what I mean? So, uh, again, you have to, you, you have to give props to your parents. They get, they tried to show you if they were in your life, if they were in your life, you uh, fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, there's some people who aren't in, in, in their parent in their kid's life. So, uh, so one of the first things that they do is they try to provide a stable home and environment, you know, and you shouldn't complain too, like where you live, like growing up, because I remember growing up, I I, I don't remember the apartment my, my parents had. Uh, that was more of Luis, my older brother. He, he was there because as soon as I think I was going to be born, that's when they moved over to the trailer. Uh, it was just like the single, single wide trailer. And uh, if I remember correctly, it was one, two, three bedrooms, one bathroom, a small little living room, you know, and I didn't think anything of it, you know, I appreciated it. Like we had fun, met uh, a bunch of other kids in like the the other area and stuff like that. And then, uh, but, you know, I mentioned this in the other podcast too, as well is like my parents would never argue and stuff. They, they would, they would fight, but like it, for the most part, it was a loving home. That's why, like I always say, like if you guys have issues with, your partner or whatever the case may be, and you have kids, it's better to separate than to have them in this toxic environment because you've seen it. Like people grow up and they're like, I'd rather would have had my parents separate and be happy on their own. And it just messes them up growing up. And then they think that's how relationships should be. You know, they should be like this toxic environment. They should be like bad like this, you know? So, you know, shout out to my parents for providing that. And, you know, uh, this also goes with the next one is that worked hard to meet basic needs. Like, you know, shout out to my pops. You know, you don't really think about it until you actually think about it. Uh, he went from the trailer and, and just like the stories that your parents tell you, they're not telling you to look what I did for you. They're just like, this is what we went through. And like, so you don't go some through something similar. So she was telling me like, you know, sometimes they, my dad at first was working like two, almost three jobs just to provide like an apartment, you know, and then he worked really hard in order to get a trailer, you know, and we were appreciated because the family was going too. like at the trailer. It was me, my older, it was my older brother, myself, and then my younger brother. And then we were there for a while until my sister was about to be born. But during that process, they were trying to buy a home, you know, and to us that we were like, Oh shit, this is dope. You know, or to me, like, I don't, I can't talk for them. But I was like, oh, shit, this is dope. We're going to have such a big home, you know, and um, 
then I, I I talked to my parents. See, like this, like like I said, like you don't know what you don't know. Uh, like I remember I talked to my mom and she was telling me how like it was very hard for my dad to get that. Like it was one thing after another. Like they didn't want to do it because of this, that, and that. And mind you, at this time the homes were only like sixty to seventy thousand. Like the one my parents now that shit's worth a lot more money. But you know at the time, uh, you know that's what they were going for, and that was still expensive. You know. Um, and he was able to do it. He was able to pull it off. Um, things were tight. I remember that things were tight for a while. Like according to them, we didn't, we never felt it. Like I never felt it. I never felt like, oh shit. You know, now thinking back, you're like, oh, okay, th- that makes sense. And it makes me feel bad that I was like that with my parents. Like I remember like we, my dad would take us to go buy clothes, but then we would complain because we would all want new clothes and a bunch of outfits, you know, but he was able to get like each of us, like a couple outfits and, and stuff like that. But, um, and then usually it was like kind of like hand-me-downs on certain things, like certain shirts, certain pants. Uh, but again, they were just trying to, trying to make it work. You know what I mean? Like ne- I never went without a meal, never was like, fuck, we're not eating this week. or <laughs> We're not eating today. You know, he would work hard so he could take us out, like, to Burger King or something like that and have us eat there. You know, like, he did a lot. And so uh, now he's higher up in, like, his company, and he's doing well. He's building his dream home in Mexico. And, you know, but it took time to get there and, you know, took sacrificing for us, you know. And you, you don't really appreciate that until um, maybe you get put in that same situation. So... Or, like, if these could be, like, things that you think about when you're bringing up your kids. Like, you know, let me instill these values. Let me do this. Let me show them that. Like, because, again, they're not going to see it right away. Like, I remember when I was young, like, you didn't really care. (laughs) You know, you thought you knew everything and you thought everything, like, they were just being lazy sometimes. or You know what I mean? And things like that. But you really didn't realize how hard they're working until you get an adult and then you start adulting. Um, so it, it, it's very true. And then sacrifice personal desires for family well-being. And I'm sure they like, obviously the like, people who are single, not single, but like don't have kids, they can do a lot more just because, you know, uh, but who know? but I don't think that was ever the goal for them. Uh, they always wanted to have a family, obviously. That's why like my dad got with, my, excuse me, with my mom. And then he came over here, you know, and then brought her over here, uh, and his goal was to have a family because that's how, how he grew up. You know, he has a lot of brothers and sisters. Uh, I think it's like 10, to be honest. can't remember. <laughs> um, but, you know, he grew up with a big family. So I'm sure he wanted to have a pretty decent family because, again, it's my older brother, myself, my younger brother, my sister, and and then my youngest brother. <clears throat> and then uh, my older brother has Jaden, my nephew, and then my sister has Milo my nephew. Uh, so it's kind of growing. <laughs> um, uh, just because, I mean, I'm in no hurry to have kids. I don't know about my other brothers or sister. Like if she's planning on having more or anything like that, but you never know. Um, so, and then, like I said, they never really sacrifice. I mean, I'm sure they sacrificed a bunch of things that they want to do. They're not going to be like, Oh, because of you guys, we didn't get to do this, you know? Uh, you may never know like what their true intentions were, but I, I think for the, for the most part for our family, it was to get a, like to have a family, you know, and grow up here. Cause they, and then they wanted us to do 
better than them. You know, that was the biggest thing. My mom always thought it was school. Like, oh, you need to go to school. You need to do this. You need, you need to do that. They'd be like, oh, like, you need to, like, that way you can do better than what we did. And at the time, you're just like, ah, whatever. Like, uh, but you, I get what they're saying now. <laughs> I, I get it. You know, it took, takes a while to sink in, but you get it. And that's why I've been working super hard to advance myself so they can be like, damn, like he's he's like taking advantage of his resources, his opportunities, um, you know, and taking full on advantage. So that's why I always try to push people too, like, to, you know, to do better than your parents. You know, it's not a competition. Oh, did way better than. No, they want you to do good, you know, because, um, again, they can only show you and teach you up to what they know, <laughs> you know. And then each time, like, kids are growing up in different times. Like, when I grew up, it's completely different. When Milo's growing up right now, you know what I mean? Like, it's two completely different times. He, Milo will never know where no phones, no iPads, no nothing like that. Even my other nephew, Jaden, like, he doesn't know that. Uh, shit, even Diego. Because <laughs> um, he's, what, 21 now? Twenty, About to turn 22? So... All right, so the next one that I have here is offered emotional support and guidance. And they tried their best. You know, like, how it is, like, growing up when you have, like, teenagers, like, they think they know everything. They try to tell you something because they want the best for you, and they're trying to have the you do the best for yourself. But at the time, you don't really care. You think that they're trying to hold you back, trying to do things. Like, if they're trying to hold you back from, like, certain dreams and stuff, okay, I get it. But if you're out just messing around, not like actually following some sort of dream or um, career that you want to do, then okay. But they always try to try. They try to guide you, which with what they know. You guys have to like get that in your head. Like they try to guide you with what they know. Um, and, th- and this is gonna be great for like uh, this podcast episode for people who have kids right now and they're growing up. That way they can see. Like I'm not saying what I'm talking about is the right way. But it could help, like, in certain areas, you know. So try, just listen to them. Let them talk. Because uh, there was a few times that kind of pissed me off when I was younger. Like, I, I remember I would tell my parents that I want to do something. And they're like, you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? But then you instantly, you're like, yeah, maybe that's dumb. <laughs> that's what I thought, you know. So hopefully that's not the case. But, uh just be open to what they want to do. Because at the end of the day, even if they pick a job that you don't approve of, if they're happy, let them do it. Like, you're going to want them to sacrifice their happiness just because you want them to have some sort of notch under their belt. You know? So, instilled values and morals. And again, this is what I talk about. Like, uh, value and morals. Like, don't get me wrong. I will disrespect you in bed get that straight <laughs> uh, uh only then but like for the most part like uh i i know what's right from wrong you know and where the thin lines are at and uh i i, I think one thing that my mom my mom's exactly the same way she says what's on her mind and she doesn't care who it is and if you get mad about it like my mom will confront you about some shit <laughs> She confronts everybody. If she has an issue with you, she's going to tell you. And she's going to ask you, like, be like, oh, so why this? Oh, why that? And I'm the same way. I'm very confrontational. I'm not afraid of confrontation. You know, I'll be like, (laughs) ask the people around me. 
you tell me you want to lose weight and then I see you gaining weight, I'll be like, bro, you're gaining weight. You look hefty. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, shit, damn. You know, or something like whatever the case may be. Like, hey, I wanted to do this career. And I'm, so what are you doing? Oh, I'm not. Why? Oh, it's because this. So you got lazy. They're like, no, it's because it's. So you got lazy. I'd rather hear that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very confrontational. And I, I and I love it when people are the same way with me. Very confrontational. Tell me how it is. Uh, again, like, there's some people who tell you straight how it is. And you're just like, fuck, I am fucking up. Or, hey, maybe I should do that. You know? And then it helps you change. It molds you. It changes you. So, you know, don't be afraid to. But I think the biggest thing is, like, teach your kid young. Uh, I never, never thought bad about other races uh, or like you know what I mean like I always got brought up basically like we, we all the same and, and we would stick together too because at the time we were growing up there wasn't that many Hispanics and so like in high school and middle school we would all like sit together get in the same area because there wasn't very many of us and I remember <laughs> walking through high school Bonneville High School and there were some guys, like, we would just be walking and then be like, Spicks. I graduated in 06, okay? So I'm telling you, like, there were some of, some of your kids or some of you guys that, who knows, your age range, that were still being very racist. And again, it comes down to how you grow up. <laughs> uh, there was another dude, uh, his family, I'm not going to put his family on blast, but his family would... The older, the, like the parents and stuff, loved Hispanics. They would hire them for, uh, like, their field work and all sorts of stuff, like give them all sorts of jobs. And they would work day and night, you know, break of dawn, like to the, you know, late into the night and, and things like that. And just in, like, all weather conditions. And, and then the sun, when uh, there was, like, a bunch of uh, – political bullshit going on he was like saying like he was going off on like how illegals should be not be here like we should send them all back and things like that and i got on his post and i talked i was like bro <laughs> illegals built your parents company you wouldn't be where you were at unless it was for illegals doing all that hard labor that you guys didn't want to do and you hired it out to them why because they were willing to do it Oh, he instantly shut up. <laughs> uh, but that's the only reason I, I was like, bro, like we, like a lot of those illegals were my family. Uh, and I was like, how are you going to feel like that towards people? And when you're in person, like in person with him, nicest guy ever. But when there's no Hispanics around, they didn't like Hispanics. Come on now. We got to instill this. While they're young, like, I don't know what he was surrounded by. I don't know if it was his parents because his parents loved us. <laughs> that we know of. And like, again, you never know. Uh, encourage educational and personal development. <sighs> and, and I think this is now growing up, especially in Hispanic households. You have to bring up your kids in a healthy communication, like with healthy communication. Like if they're sad, let them be sad. Don't tell them to man up. Don't tell them to hold it in. Boys don't cry. Don't know. That doesn't work. Okay. Like you're just trying to get them to shut up quick. Figure out what you wanted to be parents. Now figure out what's making him feel like that. That's your job now. That's not like, hey, like just get over it. You'll find man up. No, 
it's your job to figure out what's wrong with him. That way he can express what's how he's feeling. That way later on when he gets older, you know, it doesn't come to he's able to have healthy communication with other people, you know, not just his uh, own family, but like relationships, jobs, you name it, all sorts of stuff. You have to start that young. You can't just tell him to man up. I hate that. Like, cause I got told that all the time, man up, boys don't cry. You know what I mean? Like stop playing with dolls. Like, I, I don't know if I play with dolls, but I've seen like people like don't play with dolls. They're just toys. They don't know. They saw somebody else playing with them and they wanted to play with it. It's not like they're like, Oh, I think I like dolls. I think I like the others. People are weird, man. <laughs> Shared their wisdom and life experiences. And this is very important. We overlook parents' wisdom and life experiences. And we take them to, like, like we take advantage of it. Meaning, like, we don't, we don't take advantage of it. Meaning, like, they're telling you what they experienced. Because now, like, when I experience something, obviously, like, why the TikTok's doing good I tell you guys my experience. I tell you what, what happened, things like that. And you guys are like, okay, cool. You know, but yeah, like some people don't want to take uh, their parents' life experiences and realize why they're telling you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, again, my parents too, I'm going to use that example a lot. They would be like, oh, we did this, we did that. And at the time you're just like, whatever. <laughs> uh and then later on, you're just like, okay, I see. I, I, I understand why they would tell you, you know. So um, teach your kids young, too. Like, tell them your experiences and try to, even if they don't listen, they'll eventually get it, hopefully, <laughs> uh, like I did. Uh, so hopefully they'll eventually get it. So I'm, like, it, all these things I'm super grateful for now. You know, at the time, like, when that was going on, in the moment, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> Celebrated achievements no matter how small. And yeah, for the most part, yeah, birthdays. Like, I, I think my parents did uh, not celebrate little things like they should have. You know what I mean? Like, when you do something, you're excited to show your parents, and then they're just like, oh, cool. Nah, trust me, they're super excited to show you. Act surprised, act overwhelmed, <laughs> uh, act super happy about it. Um, because later on, they're just like, what do I got to do to get like approval from my parents if they're not like nothing works? I did this, nothing. I did that, nothing. Trust me, I went through the same thing. Like I would do this, nothing. I would do that, nothing. I'm like, fuck, like, are they even like proud of what like you're doing, you're accomplishing and things like that. So it makes you think that way, like right now, like if you have kids growing up, they show you something and be like, nice job. If Milo would bring up some, look what I did. I'd be like, holy shit, that is badass. Nice job, Milo. That's just dope. Even Jaden. I mean, he never shows me anything either. But um, but if they were, you know, you have to pay attention. Like, it's going to mess them up later on if you don't pay attention to those things now. Like, you have to pay attention to what your parents were teaching you and how it helped you now. That way you can pass some of that stuff along. Okay. Taught essential life skills. And this is going to vary from everybody to like different person to person because certain parents are going to be able to teach you certain things. Like obviously, like, like I said, my parents aren't super wealthy, so they're not going to teach you how to be extremely wealthy, you know, but they can teach you like, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Avoid this. This is what happened when we did this, you know, instead of just like overlooking it, because then later on 
what if it happens to you and you're like, oh, fuck. You know, I could have avoided it. I would have listened. Um, and just share these life experiences with your kids, even if you feel like they don't listen. Because trust me, at the time, I was not listening. But then later on, you're just like, okay, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, demonstrated resilience in facing challenges. Um, th- this is where the healthy communication it comes to play because if they if they don't know, like if the kid doesn't know you're going through certain things, how are you supposed to help them through it? You know what I mean? You know, if they're supposed to man up, okay? This is why, like, again, like I, I held in a lot of things, especially I remember growing up, I was getting bullied, uh, my weight, how I looked, uh, you know, and things like that. So I would just keep it to myself because I didn't want to complain. I didn't want to say or look like a wimp. Uh, so I would just keep it to myself. You know what I mean? And then that made me, in a way, bully another person that was, you know what I mean? Hurt people, hurt people. It's plain and simple. Hurt people, hurt people. Um, and I remember that I feel so bad for that girl that I would, like, talk shit to. Just because I was getting bullied, I would take it out on her thinking it was going to make me feel good or something. But then the next day, guess what? Now I'm going back, getting <laughs> getting messed around. And then I would take it out on her. You know, it was just a constant cycle. Um, this is why healthy communication, since, like, when they're young, is good. I tried I tried with my nephew, Jaden, just because he, he's been going through some stuff. Again, I don't know what exactly. He's been, like, suspended from school, uh, acting up and, and stuff like that. And I, I, I even told him, I was like, hey, if you have any issues and you don't want to talk to your parents, you have my number. You can call me. Like, I'll listen to you. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Like a parent, uh, I'm just going to listen, and hopefully I can help in some way. Uh, see if I can help in some way. You know what I mean? So just talk to talk to your kids. You know, let, let's... Uh, Let's start like healthier communication because uh, that goes a long way, especially later on in life when they really need it or need to like talk to you about something. Like be open to it. Like uh, sometimes like some parents are so strict, like the kid doesn't even want to talk about what's bothering them because they don't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? Like they're afraid to get in trouble for bringing something up or talking about something because they don't have that healthy communication. It should be brought up from the jump like it's okay to talk about things like you have a problem what's up let's talk about it let's see if we can fix it not like they bring up a problem and then all of a sudden you get mad at them you know why'd you do that or why'd you let that happen or why you know like instantly you get mad at them even if like it does make you mad take some time think about it and then and then talk to them <laughs> don't just like get mad at them right away but again at the end of the day, just appreciate your parents. Your parents have done a lot for you. Even, and if they're still alive right now, appreciate them, okay? Because uh, the other day I was looking at my dad. And he is looking a lot older. You know?
Yeah, he's looking a lot older. So that's why I say appreciate them. Like, I'm not saying, like, he's sick or anything like that. It's just, you know, growing up, you uh, were, like, so young. He was out playing baseball, doing a bunch of stuff. And now, like, you know, he's getting older. And it sucks because, obviously, you can't stop time. So, yeah, again, appreciate your parents, you know, because you don't know. You know, and shout out to everybody who uh, has lost parents, because I'm sure that's tough, you know, especially when they're younger and things like that. And luckily, I've been able to, they've been around for a long time. So, and I still hope they're going to be around for a long time. But anyways, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.